if I found who I am and my purpose and my passion and all that stuff, and I know this is actually what I would love to do every, this is what I cannot not do. I would do that every single day without earning a dollar just because I love it so much. And these entrepreneurs found like, actually I'm doing none of that. Like (laughs) then you should really reconsider a new strategy because long-term that's the reason why people get unhealthy. Yes. Not fulfilled and sick. Major announcement time. Check this out. I'm so excited. March 7th through the 10th, 2024, out here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, there is an event called the Conscious Investor Growth Summit. And I will be one of the speakers at that event. I am so excited to be part of that and speaking alongside so many amazing speakers. Get ready to elevate your life at the Conscious Investor growth summit picture this thought leaders seasoned investors world-class visionary entrepreneurs all in one place sharing their insights to transform your life don't miss out on the chance to build purposeful relationships and connect with like-minded people make sure that you secure your spot now because seats are limited go to consciousinvestorgrowthsummit.com Pascal, you're an international speaker, author, business strategist, coach. You're the founder and CEO of Strategy Achievers and so much more, man. Thank you for your time, dude. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Eric. Thanks. I'd like to kick the show off by going back a bit. Like, where did you grow up? What was childhood like for you? Uh, for me, it was normal because I experienced it, right? Many people consider it as not normal. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in Switzerland. Uh in an orphanage, like okay. I didn't really uh, have parents who decided to take care of me. Mm. Uh, so it was it was uh, different than most of my friends, and and uh, that's why my whole journey, I guess, was different than most of my friends. So I was a troublemaker, uh, did pretty much everything that God has forbidden, dealing with drugs, fights, and stuff like that. Wow. Uh, to basically get the intent the attention from, 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 and, and the love and, and, and everything from in a way that I didn't get it or experience it in my childhood from my parents. So, uh, mm. it was a good time looking back. Uh, yeah. I learned a lot, what to do, what not to do. And, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's yeah. how it was. What, what a crazy story, man. Well, I'm glad you're here today, man. And, and I mean, as I was reading through your bio, you knew kind of at an early age, even at, you know, 18 or younger, that you really wanted to be an entrepreneur, like what inspired you to go that route? Was there someone who did that? And as you get into this entrepreneurship thing, like what's that first lesson that you learned right out the gate? I like that question because for me it was, and and I don't know if this was my childhood, but I remember having the, actually I I did an internship as a butcher. Okay. Uh, And and (laughs) it was funny, like, uh, we always smoke, smoke our joints and drink in, in behind that butcher <laughs> store. And then yeah. I remember very well that that giant uh, two meter big guy came out and he was really mad at, at us, the gang that we hang out there. And, and he was really complaining uh, <laughs> and told us, God, God damn it, like get the job. And, and every single day I need to clean up your stuff. And uh and then he said, you better come in and do an internship than doing all that BS every single day. And I thought like, yeah, 
let's apply. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I went there. I went there. Actually, five of us went there, and he took all five of us. He knew really? that we screwed up at school, that we did stuff that teenagers shouldn't do, and he said yes to all of us. Wow. Unfortunately, the other four all passed away because of drugs. Wow. I was the only one who went through. And then once that was done, uh, I remember that the first job after the internship, I went into sales. Yeah. And after being in sales two weeks, I knew I'm not made to receive orders and follow orders in a way that they told me I have to. Yeah. Uh, and this is when I just knew it. I didn't think about it. I just knew I'm not made for this. Uh, and I, I don't even think it was my ego. I just felt it. I, 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 I'm not going to do that mm -hmm. ever. Right. So I went to Thailand as a, as a professional Muay Thai fighter. Uh, after that, sold everything in Switzerland, uh, lived in Thailand, worked as a fighter and, and got my money like this. And when I came back from Thailand, I opened up my practice for Asian therapies. Uh, and and since ever, since since then, I'm, I'm, I'm a business owner. And the first thing, uh, to come back to your question that I learned, the first lesson. Yeah. For me, and I, I think it was more subconscious that mm -hmm. I followed my intuition. I knew it is not just a belief or something that I make up because I didn't like authorities around me, which was <laughs> part of who I was back then. I sure. just knew it. Something within me tells me you are not made for that. And I was looking for solutions and, and I went for it. And, and that's why I did what I did. Come on, man. Oh, dude, I yeah. love the fact that you just kept going and you kept fighting through that, dude. What what an awesome thing, man. When you were over there fighting in Thailand, I, you got injured, right? Like ended your career. What happened with that? I had a fight uh, in Bangkok Lumpini Stadium. And I remember in the first round, a guy actually jumped on my knee, pushed my head down. And with the elbow up here in oh. my head, I went down to my knees. Then the gong came. I went back into a second round and actually knocked the guy out. But afterwards, okay. <laughs> I went always after my fights, I went to the mountain for like three to four days to relax and, and recover and calm down and meditate and all that stuff. So after yeah. the fight, I went up to Mehong Song, uh, uh, a place in, in Chiang Mai in the mountain, and everything was good. But when I drove back down to Chiang Mai, to the city, on the bike, in the curve, I had a blackout. Like probably something... Oh. Some blood, I don't know how to call that in English, but some blood came and, and, and it was hot. And in the curve, uh, a truck actually had lost sand in the curve. And I don't know if you're a biker, but yeah, not good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you totally. Into that curve. And, then, <laughs> and, and then I felt like I have a blackout. And in the curve, I felt like how the bike slipped away. And that, that was the end of my professional career. Uh, wow. I woke up in a truck uh and they stitched me together and 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 uh yeah so that was pretty much the end oh my gosh man yeah. crazy dude well <laughs> i, I want to get into strategy achievers this sounds awesome by the way like what is strategy achievers and i saw on your website you talk about this five-step process that you take folks through like what is that what's the step process you take them through yeah 
strategy achievers is is i was really looking for a lot i'm very big into identity who are you truly mm -hmm. behind the the experience that made you who you are yep. i believe that's a belief uh i think we are much more behind that mm -hmm. when i ask business owners who are you truly i'm not asking or looking for a job description because that's what i get most of the time sure what is behind all that and then also <laughs> the vision statement mission and all that stuff many business owners and i believe this is super important to have the written mission or vision statement down but when i ask them okay how clear are you on your vision and i ask and and, and we go keep having this conversation and then finally i ask them okay how much time do you spend in that future every single day when you close your eyes and you yeah. actually are you able to go there how does it look like how does it feel like how does it smell like do you visit that place every single day and how familiar are you with that stuff that's something that i feel like is missing and that's why when i created strategy achievers i i was looking for a for something that we actually do we are on mission I express who I truly am. I am on mission with my core values and I just love to create strategies. Uh, again, probably from how I grew up, I always sure. found a way. And then I wanted to have a qualifier in the name. We do not work with everybody. We do not work with people. We do not work with entrepreneurs. We do work with achievers, goal-getters, people who get stuff done. Yeah. That's why strategy achievers. And what we do there is, we create strategies and help them achieve it. And, and, and especially in the area of personal branding, mm -hmm. uh, I believe that today, like everybody, everybody of your listeners, everybody of my listeners, I believe that it's 2023, almost 24. We need to own our name.com. Like we need to have that authority website. Uh, and I think it's more important than ever to express who you truly are in a way that allows us to connect with our target audience because what we often forget people hide hide behind behind the product uh doesn't matter what it is but yeah. when i ask entrepreneurs what comes to mind if i say tesla like elon musk right uh, elon musk <laughs> yeah apple Steve yeah. Jobs, Amazon, yep. uh, Jeff Bezos. So they all know the person behind the company, but so many of us hide themselves behind their company because they're mm. proud of the name, they're proud of the logo. It's about my service. It's about my product. I don't want to be in the, in, in the light and shine. It's, it's all about the value. And they're hiding because people connect with people. People trust people. People communicate with people. People buy from people. Every product and service is provided or created through a human being with feelings, emotions, experiences, and, and all that stuff. So I believe it's important that we are brave enough to step out and say, okay, this is who I am, and this is why I do what I do, and this is the value that, that uh, we provide, and here's what we're trying to achieve. And that's what we do with strategy achievers in, in, in terms of personal branding. So important, man. 
so important. Hey, this is a quick shout out from one of our awesome sponsors. Check this out. Thank you to Tracy down at Tranquil Turn Massage in downtown Coeur d'Alene. Look, my wife and I, we see Tracy and her team every single month for a couple's massage, and it is the best thing. Tracy is a master massage specialist and a Hanu Ashiatsu trainer. You need to reach out to Tracy and her team. Make sure that you tell them that I sent you, and you'll get 25 bucks off your next massage. Also, while you're there, check out CDA Brows, Body, and Ink. Make sure to tell Tracy that I sent you, and you'll save 100 bucks on your next tattoo brows and plasma tightening services. You know, I saw an interview recently where... I think it was Dan Fleischman was talking to somebody and was saying like, Hey, who's the CEO of Alaska airlines and who's the CEO of this. And the person he was talking to couldn't name one person, but then they said, well, who's the, the founder of Virgin airlines. And it was immediately Richard Brunson, right? Like that's uh-huh. the only guy that I know that's the founder of, a, of an airplane like company. And it's because of that personal brand for himself. And what a cool thing, man. Yeah. Exactly. I, I was actually talking with Brent, uh, with Brian, Brian Tracy. Yeah. Uh, about that two weeks ago. And Brian also said he wrote like 92 books. He's on stage since 40 years. Uh, we had more than 5,000, five to 8,000 speeches. Uh, he traveled 125 countries. And, and personal branding for him, Brian uh, Tracy, is he said that is one of the main things that made him who he are in the perception and belief of his clients. Like mm-hmm. we can control the narrative. We can control how someone perceives us, uh, what someone believes about it, us yeah. based on what we create, mm-hmm. right? We, we yeah. can, that's what politics does, right? A, a yeah. friend of mine used actually, he, he worked in the White House. He told me once, Pascal, do you think it matters if the Russians manipulated the election or not? <laughs> I was like, why do you ask me that? He said, because it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He said, because what matters is that we created the possibility. Mm. And this is what we can do if it comes to, if it comes to media in general, we can create judgment, fear, anxiety. Uh, We can create anything we want based on what we release. And we can do the same thing with our personal brand. We can organize our truth and deliver it in a way on different platform with the work model, auditive, visual, writing, uh, reading, writing, and, and kinesthetic depends on the, on the niche. Yeah. We can deliver what we want so that they, our potential client, see and perceive what we want them to see and perceive. And based on that, we create beliefs. We mm. create perceptions. We create understanding. We create anything that we want if it comes to our own brand. Man, I love that perspective. And Brian Tracy, I mean, what what an amazing man that guy is, man. I love listening to that guy talk and his speeches online are unbelievable. How did you get connected with Brian and, and what are you working on with him right now? Actually, I, I have that here as if I would prepare it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the new book here. <laughs> Come on, Succeeding man. in business in any market. Yeah. Uh, I... I got connected with Brian and was asked if I, if I'm interested to write a chapter about personal branding and PR in okay. that book, because it's one of the main part, but the way I got connected is, uh, through, through Meta Tsaki, who's very well known in the Arabic, uh, countries in general, mm. in the marketing and sales space, mainly sales. And he's a close friend of Brian Tracy. Meta also lives in. He lives in uh, Germany, and so 
we know each other, Switzerland, Germany, Austria, and, and this is somehow we got together and, and uh, I took the opportunity once it arised. Come on. <laughs> Dude, I love it. You got to take action, man. When there's opportunities right. to rise up. So good, dude. Uh, now, I, as I was looking through your website, you mentioned that the path to success is, is easy if you know how to do it. And you talked about understanding the core four. Like, what is the core four for you and how can folks implement those? The core four is actually a, a concept that I've created based on my health history. I yep. had a, a franchise in Switzerland uh, that was one of the eight businesses that I created, 14 branches uh, we had, and wow. we did more than 20,000 clients came to us and we did start this because they all came in broke physically or mentally. And and the thing is, we had so many politicians, successful entrepreneurs, people with money, they had it all, but they all came in with problems. So we did these studies and we realized that more than 90% of the people who actually visited us came with self-inflected civilization disease, problems that they created consciously or subconsciously through the lifestyle they decided to live. Wow. And then we took these 90% and I wanted to understand why. Like, why are you guys doing that to yourself? So what we found is actually the reason why I then switched from, from the health industry into prevention and mindset and personal development and all this, that stuff because what we found is that 93%, I believe was the number of these problems were created because people getting up in the morning and they live against their core values every single day. They live in a relationship for 20 years that they're not happy in. They work for a boss 30 years that they never wanted to work with. They do things against their core being every single day and this is what creates strokes heart diseases cancer and all that stuff it's our decisions that we do and 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 the 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 main reason for me uh, why i created core four is core four it's all about health mind harmony and wealth mm. yeah i started to realize how interconnected everything is everybody's running after success in business but if I have relationship problems, if I'm not in harmony, if my health, my physical or mental uh, health is not where it needs to be, I never will be able to perform on my highest level possible in business. Same thing uh, if, I, if I'm healthy, but I don't have a job uh, that pays me enough, I, I'm not fulfilled, I don't have harmony, my health eventually gonna suffer. Uh, yeah. Same thing with harmony. I focus on business and health and, and I go to the gym and I eat healthy and I'm super successful. If I don't communicate with my friends, family, with the people around me who are important for me and I am important for them, I eventually going to create distance that leads to a dysbalance. In other words, I, again, suffer somehow. So I've created that, that program, uh, Core 4, for that reason to really include every aspect in life uh, that I believe based on my health background is important in order to achieve the one thing that we actually all going for. We want to be fulfilled. Yes. I believe that's the end goal of everybody. We want to be fulfilled. Yeah. Come on, man. That's so important. And I know that I've gone through struggles of like, Oh, I just got to go to this job that I've been at and you know, all that. And it's, it took me a, a long time to really have that mental shift to go, 
you know what? I got to start working on me. I got to start work having that core four for me. You know, that that's so important to have that in play with today's like entrepreneurs. Everybody seems to be doing this copycat and copy and paste sort of thing where they all look the same. It's really hard to stand out, but like, what should folks be doing on their personal brand and, and their business to, to make them stand out from the crowd? What we do is first of all, I, I go back to the, like the question that I ask every single client is what do you want them, your potential client to see and believe about you? Mm. I think we need to be clear on what we want. And then that's, that's the desire. And then we go one step back and say, okay, if they believe that, am I in line with my core values or do I make up something? In other words, it comes back to the question, why do I want to be out there? Why do I want to have a personal brand? I always call it, is it, is it, is it because of my ego? In other words, do I want to have ego features, podcasts, be on Forbes, entrepreneur.com, INC, and all that stuff? Or do I truly come from the place of purpose to have more impact? Because if I come from the place of purpose, knowing my core values and be clear why I do what I do, that, that intention carries a frequency and an energy that people receive. I truly want to have impact with what I do in an area that I believe society need, or I fix a problem, I provide true value based on my understanding where I'm at at, at the time I'm creating that. And, and this is how we have truly impact. So we stay away from, from, from and that, that's, that's what I recommend everybody to do, to stay away from ego features, but really think, okay, do I come from the place of purpose to have more impact? Because if that's the case, it becomes an, an internal obligation. I have to be out there. This mm. is also when I can love money. I love money, like, because I know, and I really mean that every single dollar that comes to me had impact in someone's life. Yeah. And, and that's why, for example, we have. 250, 300 calls per month. We only work with 10 people. We onboard only 10 people every single month. We could onboard 30. Sure. But we, we, we go with the 20, with the 10 that we believe we are in line with their core values. And we believe that what they do is true value for today's society based on our core values. Mm. And, and the thing to, to how to be different for me is literally to go out with your truth. That's, that's the main thing, because if the entrepreneurs who don't do that are the ones who end up visiting people with, like me 20 years ago, these people will be broke because they're going to live against their core values every single day. Now they pump up that brand, that figure that is not who they truly are, but they get identified with that figure, which was created out of profit out a uh, profit hunger, out of money reasons, out of all the wrong reasons. And now they have to live with that. And, yeah. and this is when people get sick. And that's why the, the first and most important thing is to really write down who am I found to found that thing. And then how can I express who I am in what I do? And by mm. the way, if someone does not do 
or or if I found who I am and my purpose and my passion and all that stuff, and I know this is actually what I would love to do. Every this is what I cannot not do. I would do that every single day without earning a dollar just because I love it so much. And these entrepreneurs found like actually I'm doing none of that. Like yeah. <laughs> then you should really reconsider a new strategy because long term. That's the reason why people get unhealthy, yes. not fulfilled and sick. So that's the first one. And then to make this short, yeah, uh, no. I think the VARC model is a very powerful and strong tool. VARC, again, visual, auditive, reading, writing, and kinesthetic. Kinesthetic, I would turn that off for now. But what I, for example, do once a week, uh, once a month, I take a half a day. Uh, I take headlines. What do they, my potential clients, want? So I go and do the research online and say, that's a hot topic, that's a hot topic, that's a hot topic in my niche. And then I, I make a PowerPoint slide. I have a title. I think three to five minutes, what do I want to say about that? Three bullet points. I have six slides, meaning six videos that I will create. And then I turn on the camera and I talk six times. 10 to 15 minutes. And then I have six videos, which is a month of content. So we have six long form for YouTube. Then yeah. we have the shorts. Then we have the reels for IG and all that stuff. But then that's the audio, uh, the, the visual. But then we extract the MP3. In other words, we have something for audio that someone just can listen when they drive and a podcast mm -hmm. or whatever, if it's just like that. And then we transcribe these six videos and, and, and create six articles out of these six videos that we then wow. publish and contribute on different blogs and stuff like that. So yeah. with a half a day, I can reach the masses because within my target audience, I have preferred learning styles, visual, audio, or reading, writing. So I do one job and provide it as as, as broad I can, as I can. Again, where I am the expert, the authority, uh, and in line with my core values. This is how I believe we stand out. Yeah. Come on, man. I hope that the listeners just took some notes down because that was such a perfect, awesome strategy right there, man. So good, dude. I, I love to finish my show with a fun question. We're coming up on time here. I'm a big music guy. So that's the question. Like what kind of music do you like to listen to? Is there a specific group? Is it your favorite band? No, it's funny because I have my guitar there. My okay. Washburn in the, I, I used to sing on stage and play guitar. Uh, I'm into pretty much everything that tells a story, like okay. not the crazy loud. I, I always call it the organized uh, noises. I yep. stay away from that. I, I'm more into like Cat Stevens, the old guys like Elvis Presley, so, some country music. I like uh, Keith Urban and stuff yeah. like that. So, but also the modern like Adele and, and like all that pop rock stuff. Uh, if there's a story behind it with with melodies that you actually can follow, yes, I like that yes. kind of music. 
Oh, that's so good, man. I, I mean, I grew up, my grandma, I spent a lot of time with her as a kid. And I remember being a kid and uh, putting Elvis in the eight tracks as a kid. And, and my grandma is a huge Elvis fan. She's 89 years old, still loves Elvis, you know, still rocks out. And <laughs> really, that's what inspired me to just start like loving music at a very early age, man. Um, nice, nice. <laughs> this was such an amazing conversation, Pascal. Thank you so much for taking your time and dropping so much knowledge, man. You're an absolute world changer. I'm so glad you're here, man. Thank you for your time today, man. I appreciate you. Thank you very much, Eric, for having me. Thanks. Uh, thank you so much for checking out the show today. I really appreciate it. I hope that my guest was able to bring you some amazing wisdom and knowledge to help you continue to fight for your goals, your dreams, and your purpose. If you could do me one big favor and just hit that subscribe button, I would so appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. Keep changing the world. I believe in you. Have an amazing day.